Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Finding new ways to make change. Reaching across the aisle to work with both sides. This is The Middle with Anthony Weiner on WABC. And welcome back to The Middle. The Middle, every Saturday between 2 and 3 or any time you want to tune in on the Red Apple Podcast Network, WABCradio.com. You can hear it all across the country. We'll be here until 3 o'clock, and then Curtis Lee will come in and joins us for Left versus Right. We're talking a little bit today about the issues of the day, but uh, particularly focusing on the, the announcement. It's really hard to call it that. It was really the floated idea that Joe Biden... We'll be, um, we'll be visiting Saudi Arabia on his trip either. They say not the end of this month. It's going to be in July. And my strong feeling that this is not a good idea, that I get the idea you need to do diplomacy. I get the idea we need their help in dealing with issues of energy policy and terrorism and everything else. I get that. But at the fundamental level, if we're going to say we are not going to – we are not going to um, – Forget the lessons of September 11th. The first thing we need to do is get to the bottom of what happened on that fateful day and what happened leading up to it and what happened, honestly, what's happened since. You know, 15 of the 19 homicide bombers on 9-11 were Saudi citizens. And um, that's just the tip of the iceberg. It is not like, okay, this is just someone that happened to be in Saudi Arabia. Uh, We know when the history of a country is to support al-Qaeda like they do, the when you know when uh, when um, when Al Qaeda attacked us and continued to foment terrorism around the world, you know where did their money come from? They didn't have like a really good website and sell things on Esti. These are people that were essentially uh, were essentially paid by the Saudi government to leave them alone. If you notice, the Saudis are very rarely victims of terrorism. They pay terrorism to to, to happen elsewhere, including against uh, against Israel. So I believe that the visit is a bad idea. And a couple of people have, have, have asked the question online here, like when, when I say MBS, that, I apologize for being shorthand. That's Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salam. He is the de facto leader of the kingdom. He's not the king, but he's basically in charge. And that is who I imagine the president will be visiting with. But this, while we agree on an enormous amount, I, I, we agree on the fundamental question. And I'd like to bring, bring in a guest today um, who is really devoted her life for the last 20-some-odd years to the questions we're discussing today. Uh, it's Terry Strada. Terry is the national chair of 9-11 Families United. Terry, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi. Yeah, thank you for having me. Terry, tell us a little bit about what the 9-11 Families United um, is and also maybe a, 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 a few moments about uh, about your husband, Tom. Okay, yeah, sure. So the organization is uh, comprises of several 9-11 family members, uh, widows, children, parents, 
and we have been searching for all of the answers to our questions of who, why, and how this happened. And for the last 20 years, almost all the evidence that we've seen that's been uncovered leads back to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Um, as you mentioned, it is well-known fact that they support terrorism and that they support al-Qaeda financially. And we'll get into all the things that we have found out since our uh, quest for the truth. My, I lost my late my husband, Tom. Um, he was in the North Tower, worked for Canner Fitzgerald. Uh, wonderful man, wonderful father. And I met him when I was 19. It would have been our 30th wedding anniversary this past Monday. Uh, he's greatly missed by everybody. Uh, and so here we are, you know, 20 some years later, still trying to get to the truth. And we are getting closer and closer. Well, Terry, t- tell me and our listeners, we have this memory that there was this expansive report about what happened on 9-11. The 9-11 Commission reported, some people called it the the the, the, the a blue ribbon panel. Some people also said it was an example of how to really do a good investigative report. But tell us about that report vis-a-vis the Saudis and what people refer to when they talk about the 28 pages. Okay, so the 9-11 Commission is really an outdated body of work, you know, 20 years later. It was, I, I've never held it to be the holy grail of, of what happened. They were never given proper funding to do thorough investigations, and they were not given the amount of time it would take to do a full investigation into the kingdom. So they fell very short of findings on the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and it needed to be continued, which it did. The CIA, the FBI picked up the where they left off and started to do their own investigations, and we'll get into that and how secret that's been. Uh, the 28 pages that you're talking about came from the joint inquiry into the intelligence activities before and after 9-11. And that was under President Bush, who, again, in my opinion, did not fund the 9-11 Commission properly or, like I said, given time. But the joint commission was the Senate Intelligence Committee and the House Intelligence Committee did their own investigation into the intelligence community to find out where the shortcomings were. And there were several. But there was also chapter that had to do with the kingdom of Saudi Arabia that President George Bush completely excised. Nobody had ever seen anything like it before. It wasn't redacted. It wasn't, um, you know, missing some of it. He just completely excised the entire chapter, which meant he made the choice back then to not let the American people or the 9-11 families know the extent that the kingdom of Saudi Arabia was involved in September 11th attacks. And, and just and just to put a fine point on that, presidents almost have a unilateral by the stroke of their own pen ability to classify things, anything from from eyes only to classified for certain purposes to completely make them essentially disappear like he did in this case. Right. It's really the president that can do that. Yes. And it was the president that did do that. He made the unilateral choice to protect the kingdom of Saudi Arabia over the interests of the American people and the 9-11 families. So we have been met with disdain and, uh, you know, a, a lot of uh, difficulties over the years with every administration uh, since 9-11. And they've always put the kingdom first, the 9-11 families last. And tell us, before we get into the news of today, 
tell a little bit about why it is that the Saudis are kind of afraid of you and your group. You're you're that you're in court against them, are you not? Yes, that is true. We have filed a lawsuit against the kingdom. It took us years uh, before the courts would stop misinterpreting the law and dismissing them on sovereign immunity, which they were not entitled to because no one is entitled to sovereign immunity if they're involved in a terrorist attack. Uh, We had to go to Congress and enact legislation, which took seven years. I was involved with that for four years, committed my time and my, my money, my efforts, uh, while I was a single mom in New Jersey, traveling back and forth to Washington, D.C., and we finally won and got Congress on our side, and it was enacted into law. And that's the Justice Against Sponsors of Terrorism Act. And what that did was allowed us to go back to the courts, present our evidence, and the judge said there was enough there that they are not entitled to sovereign immunity. And under the law of JASTA, they would now be not be dismissed and that they would have to face the music and, and fight with us. The problem is that they went and asked for a protective order. Uh, the kingdom asked for the protective order on the case, and the FBI asked for a protective order on all of the uh, information that would be released. And this is why the public doesn't really know about it very much, because the media doesn't cover it because it's all under protective order. Uh, but prior to COVID, when we were in the courts, and I went to every court you know, that I could possibly attend and would sit there and, and listen to their arguments, and, and they're losing. They are losing in the courtroom, um, but they will lose big time now that all of this information is now coming out. And the reason we now have evidence that we've never seen before is because last September, Senator Menendez and his staff worked very hard on the 2021 um, 9-11 Transparency Act. And the President Biden took that upon himself and turned it into an executive order. And what that did was it ordered the Department of Justice to go back through their files, every single um, investigative report concerning the Saudis that was classified or even state secret stamped across it, now had to be go through a review process. And in this review process, they're following the law way better than any other administration ever has, and they are declassifying a lot of information. And I don't get to see all of it. If, if you were to go to the FBI vault and look at these documents, they would still look heavily redacted. But our representatives in court are allowed to see so much more. And I've learned a lot. I've learned about – I think we've always known – We've reported for years that there was a support network within the United States that met and greeted these hijackers and helped them achieve what they needed, blind lessons, you know, um, apartments, driver's licenses, all of that. We never knew exactly. We had our suspicions. But now we know through these documents that it was the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, their agents, they sent over here. They filtered them through the Ministry of Islamic Affairs. It was filled with radicals who had connections to al-Qaeda. They were speaking to al-Qaeda operatives at the very same time they were speaking with the hijackers, and they sent out their handlers to provide them with everything they needed. Um, so, yeah, 100%. Well, yeah, so well, just want to want to uh, let, let folks in who are just, just tuning in. This is Terry Strada we're talking to. She's the national chair of 9-11 Families United. She lost her husband, Tom, in the North Tower on that fateful day. 
and she would have had um, must be a difficult time that you would have been celebrating your 30th wedding anniversary. Now let's let's catch up today. But I, before I, I just want to make sure that listeners understood some of the parts that you were saying and how they all go together. You know, this lawsuit that you've brought that the Saudis are fighting so hard, they're fighting in a couple of ways. One, to keep the proceedings as quiet as possible, to make it as hard as possible for the media to find out about it. And then two, the underlying documents, even when you get them, are very hard to use. I was a member of Congress, and one of the dangers of looking at classified documents is once you look at them, you can never talk about them. So it's kind of like anyone talking about these issues doesn't know. And anyone who does it, who who knows, can't talk. And that's a real bind that you're in. And you've put an enormous amount of pressure on the Saudis. Now, let's jump to the news of the day, because you and I kind of reach a different conclusion on what's next. And you give President Biden credit for beginning the declassification review. So do I. Um, I think that he should not go and be sitting down with MBS right now, that they have not done enough to satisfy your demands and basic demands of transparency, putting aside the Khashoggi thing, putting aside the funding of terrorism elsewhere, putting aside how unhelpful they've been on economic issues. Tell me about if if the president does go and meet with him, what you'd like him to say to MBS and what should be the ground rules for them going in the first place. Right. So, you know, I have mixed feelings about him going, but it's been reported that he is going. So if that is the case, then yes, I very much would like for President Biden to pay very close attention to what we are saying. And that is you cannot reset this relationship with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia unless you have a very um, candid discussion about the September 11th attacks and the role that their country played. So it's imperative that we don't just go business as usual, right? Don't go over there and say, oh, we'd like to make an oil deal with you. No, we need them to confront what the, the level of um, involvement the country had in funding terrorism and the 9-11 attacks and murdering thousands on American soil. It cannot be swept under the rug anymore since all of this new evidence is out there. You know, this is the first administration that has the information is public, Uh, While I say some of it's still redacted, I am seeing things that shock me. I'm seeing names of Saudi nationals that were within the Ministry of Islamic Affairs directing other Saudi nationals to go out and handle the first arriving hijackers and the rest of them that were in this country. And they were moving along because now we have we've never had phone records before. We have phone records now. We can see that these people, while they're talking to the hijackers, are also talking to Al Qaeda operatives. There is no denying their culpability. They need to take ownership for it. Um, MBS is trying very hard to go out and to look respected on the world stage. He does not deserve an ounce of respect until he deals with some of these issues. 9-11 is one of them. Um, he wants these golfers now to join you know, his new tournament. N- nobody should do any business with him until he reconciles the amount of pain and suffering that his country imposed on this country and my family and all the other families, and we need them to denounce terrorism. And the terrorism funding, this country needs to get very tough on that. Well, I think that is a perfect way to, to put an uh, exclamation point. I agree with that part 100 percent. I'm amazingly impressed with your organization, with all that you have done. I think that um, that the, the, the way you are keeping the memory alive, not just by commemorating, but also with action. Is there a website that our listeners can go check out some of the work that your organization is doing? 
Yes, it is the www.911, but it's 911familiesunited.org. And they could see the last, the letter that we just sent and, and all of the press that's come with it and all of the other work that we've done because you're right. Thank you. It's been a very long and difficult road, uh, but we're making success. We're having success, and we will not stop until – we have a full accounting of what happened so we can protect ourselves going forward. My children were seven, four, and four days old on September 11th. I want to make sure that this country has a full understanding so that we can protect ourselves going forward. It's imperative that we know everything. Tara Strata, the uh, national chair of 9-11 Families United, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you come back and keep us updated. And when we come back from the break, we're going to take some calls about this and anything else. 800-848-WABC. This is The Middle with Anthony Weiner. See you on the other side. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 